Uh, my name's Rob Havard, I uh, farm about 420 acres in the Worcestershire countryside, um, 44 acres owned and we rent the rest of two, two main uh, landowners. Basically we have very species rich meadows and grasslands that we, uh, we farm to make, uh, to produce organic beef and also have a pedigree Angus herd producing cattle that fit to these grass fed systems so we're providing value to other farmers, providing them with the stock they need. Uh, to, to thrive in these systems. Because of winter grazing you end up with some areas that are going to have a little bit of pasture damage uh, around water, movable water troughs or also sometimes in a really bad storm they'll all group together and they will move around like penguins and tread the ground up. So it's an opportunity, so it's created a risk, it's potentially a weed germination site but that, that turns into an opportunity to throw some wildflower seed on, it's what I call the love bomb and then it all comes out beautiful wildflowers, sorts out the soil structure, lots of deep rooting herbs and grasses, and, uh, and it's all good, it's all good. And, it, and that, that starts spreading around the pasture and you know, it's all good. A couple of things in terms of harvesting the wildflower seed from other sites or sites on your own farm is going and collecting the grass seed and the wildflower seed just before it's all dropped to the floor and just at the right time. And you can go in and cut and collect it, or you could take wet hay as in just cut it and take it and go and spread that on a field on an arable field you want it to seed down but maybe you'd already broadcast some some cheap native grass seed on um, and that will give you a herbal lay much cheaper um, than going and buying the seed somewhere else so you can you know have all that resource on your farm use your arable margins um, to do that i've even seen someone someone at one of the top seed companies now they started out using a huge grain bucket on the front of the tractor, going into a, a wildflower meadow, putting it at the right height, driving like hell in the night with the grain bucket on and it was just collecting all the seed in there and that's how they started out. So, you know, it does, It can be sort of rough, quick and dirty and, it, you know, it all, as long as it works, who cares. We had a, um, a 20 acre field that was all a ryegrass and clover, just two species, competitive ryegrass lay. And whilst it's productive, it doesn't hold the cattle up very well. The root structure is quite poor. Um, and I wanted to terminate that and to, to use that field as a bit of a trial. So we went in and grazed that last in the wettest time of the year in, in terms of our winter, winter rotation. And I usually have a back fence, so I limit the amount of damage they can do or the amount of graze, back grazing they can do. And so we didn't have a back fence on this field. We just kept moving a front fence through and we had some bales fed out there as well. And that effectively terminated the ryegrass, left quite a lot of the clover there, and then we've gone in and broadcast a mix of black oats, forage oats, uh, we've got a, uh, a fodder turnip that's a very thin tap-rooted one that's um, good for compaction, and we've also got fodder radish mixed in there as well. And then on top of that we've got some deep-rooted grasses mixed in that seed mix, tall fescue, meadow fescue, coxfoot. The legumes are there already. Uh, and that will give us some quick annual growth that we can either make a quick silage from, catch that, uh, or we could graze through there and we're establishing a more diverse lay that will then go on and the annuals will probably drop out over time.